Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole, living, loving, being, experiencing this adventure of life. So sometimes it's happened to me that I hear a line, it can be anywhere, it can be on just randomly, it can be a line in a song, it can be a line in a talk. Like, you know, when they have those tuning forks and then as a tuning fork resonates, it starts to get something else to resonate. Or if you have like actually like a string of a harp plucked or a guitar string plucked, sometimes something like plucks a string or it's like vibrating, like a very intensely vibrating tuning fork that something in me starts to resonate with it. And it's like, oh my God. And then sometimes it carries on resonating like way past the time. So this happened. Um, one of Mickey's talks from the temple of the universe at TOU.org. And it was talking about presence and living fully and presently. And he had this line that every, like everything, every interaction, everything is an end game. In that if somebody go, you go for a walk in the park and you happen to bump into someone and you have a good rapport and you land up walking up a portion of your walk in the park together, that is the end game. The end game is just the interaction at that time with that person. It's not... Oh, God, I wonder if I go back to the park same time tomorrow, am I going to bump into them? Oh, I wonder if this is going to be a significant relationship. Oh, you know, I'm not actually in a relationship. Maybe this could be my next partner. It's not any of that. It's literally like every interaction is its own end game. The point is to just be present with it as fully and wholly that when it's done, it's done. Oh, my God, it just reminds me of that. Oh, that other was so beautiful. Um... A friend once shared them. I don't know where they're from. She said it was called something like the four immutable laws of spirit or something. And it was that whoever shows up are the perfect people. Whatever time it starts is the perfect time. Whatever happens is the only thing that could have happened. And when it's over, it's over. So yes, there are some relationships, like if people are in like a spousal relationship or you've got children or, you know, like things where you see someone more consistently, but it's like really to have this energy of everything, every interaction. If I now am walking back from the train station to my apartment, the end game is this walk right now. <laughs> it's not what I'm going to do when I get there. It's not how fast am I going. It's not, oh God, and then every single thing all the time, whether it's a work thing, a mundane activity, a more significant activity, like it's not about what it turns into, it's not about what the person's going to do tomorrow, how they're going to behave, and at a future point, it's just to be fully present and then let it go, like to let it go, yo, 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 I swear this life really is next level of an opportunity to really through life itself hone skills of living presently of letting go oh and I love this I love it so much I keep saying it over and over again but it's so amazing to see everything as an end game and just to witness everything even oh I was um with some friends and someone was hosting and it was like, at some point, she mentioned that she's finding it a bit challenging being present when she looks at like everything that has to be cleaned up 
later in the evening. And it's like, it's even being present with that. So the end game is just being present with those crazy emotions that are coming up. <laughs> and you're noticing I'm getting distracted. Oh, wow, I'm getting distracted from the presence because there's a part of me anxious about the cleaning up. Isn't that fascinating? Oh, yeah. And then I know this is also, I just, God, Lord knows, all I need to benefit from like repetition and reminders. So... There's somebody getting married this week, and then when I asked about the story of how she met her future husband, so it was just quite interesting because there are a lot of like little points that if any of them had been different, they may not have met. And one of them was that, so she's become more sort of like religious recently, and she hadn't been for a time. And then I may get some of the exact details off, but the spirit of the story is definitely there, and you'll get what I'm meaning and the takeaway. So she said, like, she hadn't learned, she wanted to do something a bit more spiritual and um, not so superficial, and she was living in, like, Tel Aviv. So a friend of hers had given her a little about an app. So she finds some talk on some sort of, like, mystical Kabbalah, and she heads off there. And this is something that she hadn't done for a really long time. So she gets there. And she arrives, and as she arrives, the guy's like, she's the only one who's coming into the room for this talk. And he looks up at her, and he's like, oh, um, I'm about to close up. And she was like, what do you mean about to close up? Like, there's an advertised talk, and it's now, and you've still got an hour. And he was hoping that she would just very happily, just never mind about canceling the talk, and just cancel so he could go home. But then she was quite insistent, know that she'd come for this talk, and he's advertised to give it, and even if she's the only one... And it lands up being like pretty significant. So she's like really into it and asking amazing questions. And he's getting like so excited at the depth of these questions. And she was saying that he's generally like this pretty reserved guy who's very gentle and calm. And several times he got up so excited because like for more religious circles, it's quite a like thing to focus on getting partnered with like your soulmate or your soul partner that a lot of growth in this lifetime comes from having someone that you're in relationship with and you learn about yourself and each other through the relationship and so much more than you would possibly learn on your own. So there's like, in terms of service and growth and all of that, it's a big part of kind of a more kind of religious context. So he's getting up very excited at several times saying, oh my God, I'm going to help you find you like your kind of soul partner and it's going to happen this year. And he's very excited and then he like calms down and carries on teaching for a while and then she's very engaged and asks all these amazing questions and then it like happens again. And um, then he invites her to come to their family for like a Shabbat dinner that week. Then Separate to this, he had someone that used to work in this like synagogue and was his right-hand man. And then this guy also decided that he wanted to be like more observant and more religious. And he actually wanted to move to like Jerusalem. And then he'd made, he'd said that he's not going to really like come back to Tel Aviv for a while. And something happened about that particular Friday night that not that even this rabbi who invited this girl who's getting married, um, the rabbi didn't think of, oh, I'm going to invite her because I've got in mind the guy who used to be my right hand and I'll invite him. He didn't. There was some other reason that he invited him to come that evening. And that's the, that's the evening when they met. 
And there's so many like little things that if she had not decided to look for a talk, had she not gone that evening, had she not insisted, you know, that he honor the hour, had she not been so like attentive and engaged that he may have invited, the fact that things happened that her current like husband to be in a few days was there. And I can't remember exactly why he was there. Something brought him there that night when he'd committed to saying that he doesn't actually want to spend much time in Tel Aviv for the immediate, like, foreseeable future. And just that thing again, that when these things happen, I love, I just, oh, it works for me so much. Not that there are signs of being on the right path, but rather that there is no right or wrong path. There's just the perfect path. There's where you're meant to be. And... That when we see these moments of like how synchronous things are and how timing is so profound beyond anything that we could fathom or plan or the scale of it is like astonishing because it's all, all of us are interconnected. That there are just actually reminders that every single moment, moment of life is like that. Even if we cannot see it. And to just live from a place of absolute trust and wonderment and fascination of like, oh my God, that same extent of energy and upliftment and like, oh my God, that is so amazing. That is what we can live with, with all of life, every moment, especially when we're not seeing how it's all tying together. So precious heart, here is to making, inviting you. I certainly am carrying it with me in the end game that every, every moment, every interaction be its own end game. Oh, we start fresh. Next activity, next moment, next interaction, new game, new round, new set. Oh, so divine. And this remembering and reminders of the incredible synchronicity and flow of all of life. And that when we see it, it's just a reminder of the fact that all of it is just Mm. Happy adventuring, precious soul, until we meet again.